guys, welcome back to another episode of the Hoover Girls podcast. I'm so excited to be back with you guys for another episode, another Monday. Let's get it. And I have a very special guest on the podcast today. I told you guys I was going to have more guests on. That's one of my New Year's resolutions. And just to kick it off, I wanted to bring on one of my best friends, someone that I talk to a lot about the kind of stuff that we're going to be discussing on the podcast today. So I just thought it was very fitting. So Jensen, you want to introduce yourself? Hi guys, I'm Jensen. (laughs) We just got back from the mountains and we're just sitting down very low key sitting on my bedroom floor actually. So nothing too glamorous, drinking our LaCroix. And we're going to talk to you guys about relationships, which I feel like is somewhat of a touchy subject. So we're going to kind of ease into it. When I say relationships, I mean all kinds of relationships. So that's friendships and that's romantic relationships. Kind of you can apply it to whatever aspect of your life you want to take it from. But for the purpose of this podcast, we're going to do friendships and specifically friendships in college and how they differ from high school and then um, romantic relationships because that's that's always fun. We like to chat about boys to each other, so we might as well talk to you guys about <laughs> it. <laughs> but we're going to get started with the highs and lows. So Jensen, you want to kick it off? So the high for this past week um, I think we can both say this, is going to the mountains this weekend. We, Like Maddie just said, we just got back. Um, we got to go skiing. It was really fun. It was just like a cute little girls weekend. Yeah, it was really chill. It was, um, we went to Frisco, which is a cute little mountain town up in the mountains, and we skied um, for one day, and it was supposed to be us and then our other really good friend Maddie, and that actually leads me into my low is that she was supposed to come with us, and she was driving separately because she was going um, to leave a little bit earlier than us, and we got stuck in six hours of traffic. It usually takes an hour and 15 minutes to get up to the mountains, and it took us six hours because it's MLK weekend and everyone wants to go skiing, so unfortunately, she turned around But it was still a really great weekend, and we got to ski, we went in the hot tub, we made a very beautiful charcuterie board, and (laughs) we just, we watched some really good rom-coms, and just, it was, it was a good little mountain weekend. So, it's, it's been good, it's been chill, and we have school off tomorrow, which is really nice, because it gives us time to regroup and kind of get our week situated, because then next weekend... Um, when you guys listen to next week's episode that I upload, we will actually both be in Aspen for the X Games, which is super exciting. And it's, if you guys don't know what the X Games are, it's kind of just like winter events and snowboarders and skiing. And we're going to go skiing ourselves. There's concerts and we're going with one of our other friends, Sophia, who was actually on the podcast probably 10 episodes ago at this point, but it'll just be a fun weekend. It'll be good. I'm making Jensen drive that time because... I am driving. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot for me to drive the mountain roads a lot. And she drove this weekend, so I'm driving next weekend. I get so tired of driving up. So there's one road that goes up the mountains, and it's I-70 in Colorado, um, and it's the main highway, and it's a two-lane... Well, it's two lanes on each side, so technically a four-lane road, but it just gets so congested all the time. So we sat on the highway for six hours to get an hour away. So I'm a little nervous for next weekend because we're going to be going four hours away. So hopefully it won't take us too much longer. But that's... We'll see. That's that's to be updated. (laughs) We will see. (laughs) So to jump right in, we're going to talk to you guys a little bit about our relationships and to start off friendships. So I think that friendships are very different in college than they are in high school. Um, 
I don't know. Like, what was your what was your friend group like? I guess in high school. Well, my friend group altered all throughout high school, but um, I think that the main difference is that you are not surrounded by these people your entire life. Mm-hmm. Because whether I was really close with people, um, my senior year of high school or my junior year of high school, I knew them since I was eight. Yeah. And here, I know both of us being out of state. That's just not the case. Mm-mm. Being out of state, so. That's what's really different about high school is I'm not, I don't know everybody's parents. I don't know where they live. I don't yeah. know where they're from. I don't know their grandparents. So yeah, and it, I think that's just different. I feel like that has pros and cons um, because definitely in high school for me, I think we both came from towns where um, it, there was a big city nearby, but our towns themselves uh-huh. were pretty small and you pretty much knew everybody. And so I think it's really easy to kind of get wrapped up into the people that you know, or like Jensen was saying, like the people you've known since you were eight, and they know everything about your life, and you know everything about theirs. And so it's kind of freeing, in a sense, when you come to Mm -hmm. college and you don't know anybody, and um, you can just kind of make those relationships for yourself. And that's something, I think I was talking to you about this, that's one of the reasons that I love being in Colorado and being in college so much Mm -hmm. is because as much as I love my life at home, I feel like it was almost given to me because I was given my friends, like I was put into a school and while I'm very grateful for my friends and everything that I have at home, this is something that I created for myself. Like I truly came here and I was like, I want to be friends with these people. I want to do this with my life. Like these are the relationships that I want to foster. And so it's very, I don't know, it's special in a sense because then you get to make new friends, but with that comes a little bit of challenge and it's hard. It is hard. It's um it's overwhelming at first too. I feel like we were just talking about before the podcast came on um just how different you are when you're first going into college. Like everyone has a yeah. very bubbly personality and is trying very very hard to make friends and so it's hard to put yourself out there, which kind of leads us into our first tip. Um, which is like, just don't be afraid to reach out to people. Yeah. And with that, just being in college, especially being out of state, you don't know everyone, you don't know everybody who's living in your hall. So those are like the first people you meet. And so I think it's really important to text those people to force yourself to say yes when you are presented an opportunity to go get dinner with everyone because you meet people through other people. So even if the people that live on your hall are not going to be your best friends you might meet someone through them that's exactly like how we met we met through like two removed mutual friends like (laughs) my friend was friends with one of her friends and then we met so it's just important that you say yes and that even you know just like reaching out I think yeah I think what we said the main point yeah I definitely think that you need to reach out and I think that for me personally I am one of two things I'm either very, very open. I try to see the good in everybody. And so I'll be like, oh, like if someone really doesn't rub me the right way, the first time I meet them, I'll be like, oh, they were just having a bad day or whatever. And I continue to pursue that relationship and try to foster that friendship. And sometimes that's not necessarily the best thing to do. Um, But with that, like, I think it's very important to give it a couple tries because sometimes it is someone's like having a bad day or someone's not in the best mood or something's going on behind the scenes. And so I try to use the three rule in the sense where I reach out three times and after the last time, if things are still rubbing me the wrong way, if things are still not going the way I'd necessarily want them to go, then I'll be like, okay, now it's your turn. I'm going to stop reaching out. You can reach out to me if you want to be friends with me. But I do think that it's very important to give people a chance and um, to kind of talk to them 
I don't know. And yeah, I, I well also going with that just real quick before we move to the next one, um, is once you start reaching out, the people who appreciate it are gonna reach out to you too. So give it a couple, like Maddie said, like give it like three tries. But I think once they recognize that you're trying to make an effort, because they're in the exact same position exactly. you are. So once they realize you're trying to make an effort, they're like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. They're trying to make an effort. So maybe I'm going to try to make an mm-hmm. effort. And then that's how relationships form. Exactly. So. And I don't know. I feel like it's very easy to say, um, oh, like we don't live on the same hall anymore or um, we're not in the same classes or whatever, so, like, we're not friends anymore. And while you do drift apart from people, I think that you're going to make time for the people that you want to spend time with. Like, just using us, for example. And they're going to make time for yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Like, we knew each other last year, and we became closer towards the end of the year. And we lived in the same building all of last year and barely hung out. And then this year, I live on the opposite side of campus in my sorority house. Like, Jensen lives in an apartment on campus. And it'd be very easy for us to be like, oh, like, we're super far away. We don't have time to see each other. But if you really want to spend time with people and you really want to make an effort, you're going to make an effort, and they're going to make an effort for you. And so it's just important to reach out and be open to that. And if someone asks you to hang out and you're like, why are they asking me to hang out? Like, we're not friends or, like, we don't run the same circles or whatever, just – just try it. Just try it. Say yes and see because even if that person doesn't reach out, they might introduce you to someone that you really vibe with. And like in our case, exactly. like you end up being really good friends. And we're on what? Day four together? Yeah. we of being inseparable. <laughs> we need to spend some time apart. I like, <laughs> I, I, I was telling Jensen, like I can't, I don't get tired of her, which is bad because... It's then not I, bad. We're friends. I know, but then I <laughs> continuously spend time with you. True. And then I'm like, at some point, we're going to get tired of each other, but, like, we just haven't yet, so yeah. I, I don't know. That's a good thing. It's it just, happens. It does happen. You find your people. Yeah, but that kind of leads me into my second tip, which is you can't pour from an empty cup, so as much as you love people and as much as you love saying yes to people, it is really important to take time for yourself and to know what fuels you. Because you're not going to be able to foster any relationship, at least in a healthy way, if you yourself are not full. So, and that's for relationships, like romantically and just friendships. So, like, for me, I know that certain people in my life, as much as I love being around them, they drain me. Like, they're more negative and, I don't know, the energy's not as good around them. And I love them and I want to be friends with them, but I can't be around them all the time. And so just to know, one, when you need to take time for yourself, and two, the friends that you can be around, like I can sit here and talk to Jensen all day and I don't feel overwhelmed or I don't feel like I'm dragging the conversation on or I don't feel drained in any sense. And so just kind of to know that about yourself, I guess, and know what really fills you up. And if you're an extrovert, then certain people are going to really make you thrive and they're going to make you even better and in a better mood and feel more full. But if you're an introvert, maybe you need that time and you need to take time for yourself and take an hour to yourself or spend a day like not really interacting with other people. And I think it's really just about knowing you and knowing what you need. And I think regardless, if you're an introvert, extrovert, whatever type of personality you are, everybody needs some me time and you're not going to be the best version of yourself for the people that you're around if you don't take time for yourself yeah. and focus on yourself. Mm-hmm. And go to bed 30 minutes early, do a face mask by yourself and just chill. Yeah. So take time for you. Like it doesn't matter. Just everybody needs it. Yeah. And I mean, even using it as an example, like we were saying, we've been together pretty much nonstop for the past 
four days. Mm-hmm. And earlier, Jensen was like, I'm just going to go back. We're both going to do laundry. And she's from Kansas, Kansas City. And so she was like, I'm going to watch the Chiefs game. And I was like, okay, you go do that. And then we met back up for dinner and we had that time apart. And it's not like, oh, I'm going to go sit on your couch while you do laundry and talk to you the entire, like, you need separation sometimes from people and you need time to kind of regroup and recollect yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So moving on to our third tip, and we kind of touched on this a little bit earlier, but it's the first people that you meet. They don't have to be your best friends, so... I mean, yes, and talking about this, like, I remember I went to um, dinner with this girl who is from my hometown that I've known forever. She's several years older than us. She lives in Denver, and she brought one of her best friends um, to dinner with us just to kind of talk to me about school and what to expect, also to just say, hey, I'm here if you need anything. It was awesome, but this friend that she brought was someone that lived on her hall freshman year. And all of their friends are friends from freshman year, and that kind of freaked me out a little bit because um, it is hard freshman year to find people that you really, truly click with. Some people are really lucky in that. Um, And I found a lot of people that I really do click with that lived on my hall that um, I met through things on freshman in my freshman year. But it's also important to know, like my mom was telling me about this or talking to me about this my freshman year when I was getting stressed about not feeling super close to anyone is that your freshman year friends don't have to be your friend, your best friends forever. And, um, like we said this earlier also, but Maddie and I wouldn't have met if it weren't for our freshman year friends. Mm -hmm. We aren't super, super close with those people that introduced us yeah, or like introduced us for the second time because we'd met, but like reintroduced us. Um, But, like, we're still friends with them. But you don't have to be, like, glued to the first people that you meet when you go on campus. No, exactly. And I think that you're very vulnerable your freshman year and you're coming onto campus, especially if you're like us and you are out of state and you don't know a lot of people and you really just kind of want to latch on to somebody and the first person you find who gives you attention and gives you a little bit of good, like, energy and, like, makes you feel good – you're going to latch on to, but if something happens with those people or you realize like, hey, I really don't vibe with these people or like I'm not into what they're doing or we're just very different in this aspect, like you don't have to continue that relationship if you don't want to. I think it's very easy to say, oh, well, they were the first people I met. Like, it's especially easy when you live on the same hall as them or when you have mutual friends, but it shouldn't freak you out to think, oh my gosh, I have to spend the rest of college with these people. Like you don't, they're going to introduce you to new people. Like you're going to naturally meet new people as college progresses through your classes, through things that you're going to outside of class. And so it's just really important to remember that like, they're not, they don't have to be your best friends. And if they are, that's great. Like that's awesome. Some people look out. Yeah, exactly. I had probably five really close friends last year and we did a lot together and in all honesty, I only really communicate and, like, talk to one of them still and, like, still hang out with them. And the other ones, like, I see on campus and I say hi to and we check in every once in a while. But I have other relationships and they have other relationships. And I think it's really important to know that people come and go in your life for a certain time. Maybe those people were there to get you through your freshman year. And the ones that are meant to stay are going to stay. And the ones that aren't, like, that's a very natural part of life. And I think one other thing just to mention about that is that you don't you shouldn't feel bad about 
not being friends with them because no. they're in the same position you are. You're going to introduce them to people that they're going to vibe with more than you. So that's one other thing that I was stressed out about is just like, don't feel bad about it. It's yeah. all going to work out the way it's supposed to. Exactly. And this is really cheesy, but I was scrolling through Pinterest last night and I found this quote and I actually thought that it was very applicable. If you guys haven't known, like noticed at this point, I say that line almost every podcast episode. It's a very cheesy quote from Pinterest. I feel like at this point it should just be in the show notes as like a description of my podcast. There's going to be a cheesy quote from Pinterest, but it's, it should. Um, <laughs> it's hard to turn the page when you know someone won't be in the next chapter, but the story must go on. And I think that that is very applicable to this because I feel like sometimes you outgrow people and you're scared to let them go because you're scared of what it's going to do to your life. But you can't be afraid of that. You have to always do what's best for you, and you have to continue growing. And if someone is inhibiting your growth, then they're not meant to be in your life at that point in time. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, also, sorry if there's background noise. I'm (laughs) in my sorority house, and so there are people running up and down the hallway. I'm sure that you guys can definitely hear that. It's all good. So, (laughs) we're just chilling. It's real life. Yeah, just being real. So number five, before we move on to romantic relationships, in terms of um, friendships, is don't be afraid to say yes. And we kind of touched on this at the beginning, saying don't be afraid to reach out to people and force yourself to say yes to people when they reach out to you. But really take new experiences and um, be willing to say yes when maybe it's more comfortable to say no or it's more comfortable to be like, I don't really want to do that. Like for me... Personally, this time last year, MLK weekend, I signed up to go on. We have this thing called Alpine Club, which is basically an outdoorsy club at our school. And you can register for trips with them, and they give you discounted rates. And it's really hard to get on trips um, with your friends because the registration goes so fast. And so I registered for this three night trip to Telluride, which is seven hours from Denver, approximately. It actually ended up taking us more like 13 to get there because of a snowstorm. But I registered and I went on this trip with random people that I didn't know. I didn't know any of them. And I rode in a car with all seniors. It was very intimidating. It was a lot for me. But I forced myself to get out of my comfort zone. And I ended up having one of the best weekends. And while none of those people ended up being my best, best friends, like I wish I could sit here and tell you guys like, oh my gosh, I met my best friend the entire world off that trip. I didn't, but I learned so much about myself through that trip. I tried some really awesome things. Guys, I went ice picking. Like, that's insane. I would never have thought that I was going to do that. And sometimes, like we were just saying, friends lead you or experiences lead you to other friends or to better experiences or to better relationships. and passions. Yeah, or passions. Like, it's just one of those things where you really have to step outside your comfort zone. Yeah. And I think that's something that's really hard for people, obviously, putting yourself outside your comfort zone. But when you're going to a new school, especially if you're in a new state, there's literally no better time to do it. You're young. Just, like, go for it. Yeah. We're not, like, most of the time when you're in college, you're in your late teens, early 20s. And there is no better time to pursue what you think you're passionate about and, like, because you're still a kid. These yeah. are your last four years of being a kid. Exactly. And so you're, just do it. you're a kid with a lot of freedom. Like, it's not like you're still under, yeah. Yeah, under your, parents your parents' roof. House. Like, you really have a lot of freedom to do what you want to do. So now, kind of switching gears a little bit, we want to talk to you guys about romantic relationships, which 
for me is something that I never really thought I would be talking about um, on the podcast just because I feel like romantic relationships are a little bit more personal and it's a little bit harder to give quote like advice to people because every relationship is so different so everything we discuss obviously take it or leave it take it with a grain of salt um it's just kind of from our personal experiences and And very similar personal experiences too so we do so I'm gonna give you guys a brief little background on me I um I'm from a smaller town grew up on the same street as someone that I ended up dating for three years and we were, what do you call it when you date someone in high school? We call it oh, high school sweethearts. Hometown honey. Hometown honeys, yes. <laughs> so we dated for three years, and one of those years was into college. So it was my freshman year of college, and he did not go to um, my college. He went to a school closer to home, so we were about 2,000 miles apart. And it was just, it was one of those things where I came into college with a very long-term relationship. And I feel like that is something that's very different for everybody pretty much coming into college. So some people come in with long-term relationships. Some people come in really excited to be in college because, like, they're excited to play the field. Like, they're excited for a whole (laughs) new set of people. Um, Some people are very okay with being single, which is also very good. And some people are casually dating and just kind of hanging out and seeing what's happening. But... Regardless, I feel like everyone, when they come into college their freshman year, is in a very different place. And I don't know. I think that's very okay. And I think that it's something that you have to remind yourself that everyone came from different backgrounds. Everyone's coming from different places, from different states. And some people come in with long-term relationships. And some people come to school with long-term relationships, like literally with their significant other. Others have long distance, others are very single, and so it's very easy to compare yourself to other people, I guess. Mm -hmm. But I think it's important not to because you're you're on your own path, everybody's on their own path, and nobody's aligns perfectly. Yeah. Um, So don't worry about it. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's challenging, especially... It's hard not to worry about it. It is hard not to worry about it, and I live with three sweet mates, and all three of them have serious boyfriends, I'd say. Yes, very serious. Um, <laughs> and it's it's really easy sometimes to compare yourself and to be like, why don't I have a serious boyfriend? Or, or yeah, miss my serious yeah, boyfriend. Yeah, or I miss my serious boyfriend. Or, like, why did I do that? Or maybe I shouldn't have done that. Or whatever. Just miss being in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah, not necessarily miss the people, but miss being... Miss that, like, that sense of comfort and that like, second person exactly and having that person to kind of bounce things off of and but then you have to realize you're on like I said you're on your own path you're yeah doing what you need to do yeah everyone has a different life clock and I feel like this is applicable to all aspects of our lives and I don't think that it's gonna necessarily like get better as we get older because then when we get to be 25 and people are getting married like you're gonna compare yourself to that or you're 30 and people are having kids or whatever, like, you're always going to have that ability and that potential to compare yourself to others and compare yourself to others' lives, but it's not your life. Like, your life is your life, and you're on your path for a reason, and so you just, you simply can't compare yourself. Mm-hmm. So, moving on, unless you wanted to add something, do you have No, I think you, like, covered everything <laughs> that I was going to say, but I guess the next thing that we were going to talk about is 
if you are in a relationship of any kind, whether it's romantic or friendship, but we're going to speak more towards the romantic side of a relationship, it's just important not to lose yourself. And I think that's something that Maddie and I, we talk about this a lot. Our experiences are um, not completely the same, but very similar in Mm -hmm. how we were in a relationship and how um, post-relationship we are and the things that we noticed about ourselves, about our significant other, mm-hmm. um, just like how it all came about and stuff. And I just think we talk about this a lot and it's just important not to lose yourself. And once you notice that you're losing yourself, you don't have to break up with that person right away. It's just important to recognize it and then try to do something about it. It's also really hard to recognize that you're losing yourself and looking back on it, you know, like I can say specifically, like to me, I lost myself a lot sooner than I thought I did when I was in the relationship. And that's something that's really hard. Um, Friends usually can tell. Yeah. But it's hard to listen. It's hard to listen and not push back on those people that tell you that because you are so involved in a relationship and that's also another sign of losing yourself mm-hmm. is when you're pushing back on those people who really yeah. know you and love you um yeah. and can notice that change in you and being in college you're ex- you are sorry I'm like cutting you off no but like you're good I'm you, not even talking <laughs> you are like um this is a completely new experience a completely new battlefield that you're taking on and this is like your last chance like we said earlier of being a kid you are totally free at this point you're still on your parents' dime, you're not completely self-sufficient, but for us, we're out of state. You're in a completely different place. You have so many new opportunities, and this is where you, most people find your find themselves and find mm-hmm. what they love, find what they want to do, find who they are as a person, um, and if you're losing yourself in someone else, it's hard to do that for yourself, and you don't want to not be in a relationship and then realize, well, who am I now? Yeah. Yeah, no, I... You don't want someone else to define you, necessarily. Exactly, and I think that sometimes it's easy to say you're not losing yourself when... It is, we both did it. Yeah, we did both do it, and it's, for me, like, my cover of it was like, oh, he's 2,000 miles away, like, I'm still independent, I'm still living my life, like, I'm doing whatever here. I was still so incredibly dependent on this person, and I was still so caught up in our relationship that I can't... I couldn't be 100% present in my life here because part of my life was somewhere else. And while that's what you get when you get long distance, I feel like there needs to be boundaries. I feel like there needs to be like, I don't know, just a way of dealing with it because I definitely believe that like long distance relationships can work like 100%. And, but you have to know yourself and you have to not lose yourself in that person. And I feel like sometimes it's easier to lose yourself when you're, Like, physically with the person, for me, I noticed in high school, I did everything with my boyfriend. Literally everything. We cannot be separated. I was the girl that would say, someone would be like, hey, you want to hang out? And I'd be like, yeah, can I bring so-and-so? Like, I, we could not be separated. And so when I came to college, I felt this sense of freedom. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like, I can completely be myself. But because of that, I almost clung on a little bit stronger to him. And lost myself a little bit more. And so I feel like it's very, very easy to not notice it, like Jensen was saying. And other people will say, hey, like, I don't know, like, this doesn't really seem like you. Or like, oh, are you sure you want to go see him versus, like, do this with us? And I feel like 
that those people, when people are saying those things to you, they should be warning signs and they should make you reevaluate. And like Jensen said, like you shouldn't break up with them right then and there, but you should just wonder like, oh, like what would it be like? Would they be okay if I didn't hang out with them tonight and I went and did something with my friends? Because I feel like a healthy relationship is very much that balance. And if you can't ever be separated from your significant other, it's not a healthy relationship. I think having that conversation, they would realize you know what, you're right, you should be with your friends tonight, I should be with my friends tonight. Mm -hmm. Or whatever the case is, whatever that situation is, whether it's, you should go home and see your family. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. it doesn't matter what the situation is, but you should do something for yourself. Exactly, and you can't miss out on opportunities that life presents to you because of that person. I think that it's really easy to say, oh, I'm not going to say, or for me at least, I would say, oh, I'm not going to go out tonight or I'm not going to spend time with friends because... I feel like it would make this person uncomfortable or this person isn't with friends right now. So if I'm with my friends, I'm going to feel guilty or whatever it may be. And I think that it's very important to differentiate um, what's healthy and what isn't because sometimes it's it's easy to get wrapped up in it and think that something's healthy when it's not. Mm-hmm. So that was all just our really long and roundabout way of saying that you have to know yourself and you have to really be your own person in your relationship. Yeah, and it's hard to know yourself, but you have to, like, learn yourself necessarily. Yeah, like, learn. no, you're not supposed to know, like, who yeah, you are Yeah, you're, right like, now. learning who you are. Yeah. And that, and you need to stay true to learning who you yeah. are, I think. Yeah, and I feel like your significant other, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, needs to be okay with that. And if they're not, then maybe you should reevaluate. Yeah, warning sign again. <laughs> They should be okay with they that. They should be, because so. that's that's what life is. Like we were saying, it's... They're supposed to build you up, not tear you down. Yes, and college is the time where you find yourself the most. Like, that's super cheesy and cliche, but... No, it is. It's like true. Like we saying, you have to push yourself out of your comfort zone. You don't know anybody. You're living outside of your parents' roof for once. Like, you're able to really do kind of whatever the hell you want. Yeah. And so you're obviously going to learn new things about yourself, so... I feel like that person needs to be supportive in that journey as well. You gotta do what you gotta do. Exactly. Okay, do you want to talk about number three? So, okay, this one I think is very near and dear to me and Maddie's (laughs) hearts, but it's okay to have a crush. Like, oh my gosh, it is okay to have a crush on the boy that sits across from you in your whatever class. Like, it is so okay and not to act on it or to act on it. Like, no one, it is college and... Like, so many people say this, and it's very cliche, but, like, no one cares. Yeah. Really, no one cares. No, and it don't. is fun. And if that's something, like, that brings you joy, like, I think... Have fun with it. Have You have a crush on the guy that walks, or girl, or whoever, that walks um, to the same building as, like, the one that you have at your 10 a.m. And yeah. you're like, oh, you're you like, know, oh my God, whatever. He's so cute. You may not know his name, or it's, her name, or whoever. Harmless. Like, and, it's... So it's so fine, and that is something that's really fun about college. And I think it's freeing too because you don't know their name. Like in high school, I knew everybody. You knew in my everybody high because you grew up with them. I had a, I was in a pretty large high school for my town, and um, but I still knew who everybody was. So it's very apparent when you have you know a harmless crush on someone. Yeah. everybody knows about it. Here, no one knows. No, no one, one knows. cares. You can think that the guy across the room is, like, super cute, and, like, he might not even know your name. And in some way, it's kind of like, ooh, like, that's kind of nice. And then you see him out one night. And yeah. And shoot your shot. Yeah, and if you it doesn't work, and you have class the next day, exactly. you're fine, and no like, one cares. It's one of those things where college culture is so different, but 
than high school culture, but just embrace your singleness. It's thrilling. And if you're single, like, have fun with it and go out with your friends and it's okay to sit down and talk about, like, boys or girls or whoever. Like, it, it's okay. Just be it's single. Fun. Have fun. Yeah, have fun it's with fun it. It's fun to do. Exactly. So <laughs> that kind of brings us to number four, which, again, these are all from personal experience, so take it or leave it. Um, but for us, we were saying that you shouldn't feel the need to rush right into another relationship just because you can. So we both got out of very long-term relationships somewhat recently. Yeah. And I feel like this is something that bothers me so much when people say, I'm a relationship girl. Mm. I, I love, rela- like, I'm only a relationship girl. No, you're in a, you're a relationship girl, quote, because you've been in a relationship. Like, you shouldn't feel the need to go into another relationship just for She's the sake the of being a relationship type. Exactly. Yeah. Like. That's, yeah. Because, I think that that's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Because relationships are fun. They're, like, the best. Yeah. When you, I was, Maddie already said, but, like, like about her relationship, I was in a relationship with um, this guy from my high school for two years, and that overflowed into my freshman year of college, and then we broke up right before our sophomore year. And, um, like, just because I was in a relationship and I might miss aspects of the relationship Mm -hmm. does not mean it's healthy for me to jump right into a new one. No. And I think that's a big misconception. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people have, they kind of trick themselves and they have this mindset of, like, oh, I was in a relationship for so long, like, I don't know how not to be in a relationship. Like, I don't know how to flirt with a guy or I don't know how to not have somebody to depend on or, like... Who do I call at night when I want to, like, update them on my day? Or, like, who do I rely on? That's all comes with figuring yourself out. And I feel like sometimes that break is needed. Like, if you're in a relationship, just because you have been in a relationship for so much of your dating life doesn't mean you have to rush into another one. And going back to what we were saying, you got to embrace the singleness. Yeah. Flirt. Flirt. <laughs> you may have been in a long-term relationship and not know how to flirt. Yeah. And Maddie, Learn Maddie how to and flirt. <laughs> ample experience of not knowing how to flirt. No, because you get so comfortable with somebody and you're like, you almost don't even have to impress them anymore. Mm-hmm. And so you can say whatever and they're like, oh, it's no, cute. No, you don't have to impress them yeah, anymore. No. But then you have to kind of relearn that. And again, with that, it's exciting, but it's also nerve-wracking. It's and terrifying. It's very terrifying. And so that also goes back to get out of your comfort zone. Like, go out. Shoot your shot. Shoot your <laughs> shot. So, um, yeah. But with that, our fifth and final tip for relationships and... Um, this is kind of the girl power one, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like this this is kind of the girl, girl power one. And that is know your worth and what you want. And with that, don't settle. Yeah. So... I don't know. Like, I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory for yourself. But if you really want X, Y, Z in a guy and this guy rolls up and that is, like, your one thing that, like, you need them to have and this guy rolls up and shows you attention and it's kind of flirty and you're like, oh, he's cute. But, like, this one thing he does not have. Don't settle. Like, just don't do it. Yeah. Have fun with it. Flirt. Like, do whatever you want to do. But... Don't settle because you feel like you need to or because, like we were saying... Other people like, are. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. Yeah. Sorry, I totally cut you no, off. No, you're totally like, good. Don't settle because just because, like, all your friends have boyfriends or this girl across the hall from you got a boyfriend first weekend to school and, you know, like, mm-hmm. don't... 
And that goes into like our first point, don't compare yourself. That also goes into our fourth point, don't rush into every, yeah. don't rush anything. It's very like everything is so hand in hand. It's very and it's fluid, easy yeah. to say. It's very easy to say. But like it's easier to say than it is to do. Mm-hmm. But I think that also goes with our friendship conversation about like take time to build those friendships and then your friends like at school who didn't know you in high school will mm-hmm. be able to help you with that. Because it's not, you can't do all this on your own. No, you can't. You need you need people supporting you. You need people building you up. Like, guys, if I didn't have Jensen and, like, so many of my <laughs> other friends, like, I would literally be in a hole by myself. And I would just be like, oh, I don't know how to talk to people. Like, what do I do? Um, <laughs> but you need, like, a support system. Because right. in high school, you had your friends, but you also had your family. And I think that that's the biggest thing is being away from home, you don't have your family necessarily right at your fingertips. And so it's really nice to, like, build that support system and have those friends. And I don't know, this wasn't even on our list, but when you have those friends, if you do decide to get into a relationship or you do decide to, like, stay with your current boyfriend or whatever from high school or, like, whatever it may be. Or from freshman year Yeah, of or college. from freshman you year know, of college. like it yeah still make time for your friends like prioritize your friends please your friends are begging you yeah like (laughs) make those relationships better like continue to grow those friendships because at the end of the day like they're this is cliche but like they're gonna be there and that guy that you're dating like sure he may be there but like he also may not and it would really suck one day if like you broke up and you don't have any of those friends you don't have that support system anymore because you didn't continue to continue to foster it while you were dating this guy or this girl or whatever um so yeah that kind of sums up I feel like everything that we wanted to talk about I had one more quote that I wanted to throw into this podcast and I never really did it's a very discombobulated episode sorry guys it's like 10 o'clock at night and we're just sitting on my floor chatting (laughs) yeah quote bomb for you but (laughs) the quote is not everyone you lose is a loss and I feel like that's that's awesome I I feel like it's a really good quote because I feel like so often we harp on the people that are no longer in our lives or the friendships that maybe fizzled out or the relationships that didn't work out. And we're like, that sucks. Like, I really miss them. Like, that was such a loss. Like, that. there's a reason for everything. And not everyone that you lose is a loss. And you learn so much about yourself from relationships, yeah. from friendships, the ones that work out, the ones that don't. And I think that kind of goes back to... um not everyone's in your life for your entire life. Like, think about how many people would be in your life right now if every person that you've ever been friends with you were still best friends with. Like, you wouldn't be able to juggle that. No. And I think everybody, like, just my perspective, my personal opinion, take it or leave it, but every, like, the people that come into your life are meant to be in your life for when they are in your life. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think, like, looking at past, like, romantic relationships, they were those people are probably really good for you in that moment. I know my Mm -hmm. past relationship, for the longest majority, I would say 90% of my relationship um, with my ex-boyfriend, he he was in my life for when he needed to be in my Mm -hmm. life. And now that he's out of my life, he's still teaching me what I need to know about myself. Like just that relationship is teaching me like, what I want, what I don't want, what I value in myself, what I value in other people, mm-hmm. and what I need from other people. And I think that that is something that's really important and that is means that not everyone you lose is a loss. Like, sure, I lost him, but, like, he's not in my life anymore, but 
I really didn't lose anything well, because... Well, taught you so much. Exactly. I know myself so much more now, and I think that's really important for, like, everybody to just... And it's an easier way to look at it mm-hmm. when you do lose someone because it's a lot softer way of looking at it is like you get, you're gaining something about yourself yeah rather than losing someone if that exactly. makes sense no that makes complete sense like you you're almost like i don't want to say benefiting from the loss because no because it sucks it sucks like it breakups hurts straight for a up long suck. time like, it hurts for a long yeah time. but it's it is important to recognize that not everyone you lose is a loss because like they're still teaching you and they're you're still right understanding yourself more they're like part you were of saying your life. yeah exactly or not if they're not now like they were and they'll yeah. always be that part of your and life and they were there when you needed them and exactly. i think that that's and the biggest that's thing yeah because people are in your life for a reason and that might be for a season or that might be for a lifetime and i feel like just your mindset and the way that you look at it is really going to change your whole perspective and embrace it yeah embrace it so I think that's pretty much it for this episode, you guys. I hope that you guys liked it. I know it's a little bit of a different episode. We usually don't talk about boys or relationships <laughs> or whatever on this show. Um, but I think it's important to discuss, and I think it's important to talk about. And Everybody talks about it. Exa- everyone talks about it. And so I don't know. And I'm glad that Jensen came on because what better person to talk to about relationships than your best friend. So I'm Aww, glad that you. she <laughs> agreed to be on the podcast tonight. So if you guys like this episode, make sure to give us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It really does help us. And follow us on Instagram at Podcast. That's H-Y-G-G-E, Girls Podcast. And we post um, little questionnaires for you guys. We post when there's a new episode. And there's a lot of interactive stuff. We're trying to get a little bit better about that in the new year. And um, next week, I will, like I said, I will be in X Games with Jensen. Um, (laughs) So that episode that is going to air is actually already pre-recorded. So I'm going to be talking to you guys a little bit about... um, kind of improving your mindset and how to get out of a rut and how to face burnout. So stay tuned for that. And then the following week, Emma will be back on the podcast. We've missed having her. We're just kind of trying to settle back into routines. So that's what's coming up. So thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you guys next Monday. Bye guys. <laughs>